This is the F-Files edition of Business and Belly Laughs, where we get the F to work. There's nothing funny about it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today we're going to talk about mentors and we're going to celebrate mentorship. Um, I don't know about you, but I would not be anywhere in the sales career. I've, I've had an 18 year sales career and I would not be anywhere without the mentors that poured into me and formed me into a customer focused sales executive. And so I've had a lot of conversations lately about mentorship and, um, and the importance of mentorship. And I have been so fortunate and we're going to talk about, I'm going to celebrate the mentors that have gotten me to where I am today. And then I'm going to talk about how to seek out mentors in your life. So first of all, let's celebrate. I'm going to celebrate the mentors um, from day one. So I started sales in May of 2001. This was obviously right before, um, you know, 9-11, 2001. And I started in sales under what I am considering the most fortunate sales management that I could ever have started a sales career under. And I had Phil Brulette, Cindy Jones, and Bob Rosenthal as my pillars. Um, Phil was the local sales manager, Cindy was the general sales manager, and Bob was the general manager of the radio stations that I started my sales career at. Um, at the time, it was Journal Broadcast Group. It was a group of six radio stations in Boise, Idaho, and I started my sales career at 23 years old. So there was a lot of work for them to do to build me into a salesperson, and um at that time, Journal Broadcast Group invested in customer sales, um, CSS, customer sales success. I can't remember um, what the actual CSS stands for. Oh, Center for Sales Strategy. That's what it was, Center for Sales Strategy. And they had the best media training for salespeople and the company invested in that. And I am so thankful that I was there during a time of investment into sales training. Because that, that's not the case these days. With media companies, um, the profitability has gotten really tight. And so one of the things that has been removed from budgets is sales training. Um, side note, that's why I created my sales training. Um, the F word makes all the difference, finding your formula and fudging through. And that is where we come to the F files. The F files are you know, ways that we all can fudge through together. We're all fudging through. And fudge stems from formula, urgency, and discipline bring the growth and excellence. So that's how we fudge through. Enough of that side note. Back to mentors. Um, after my eight-year sales career in um, radio sales, I moved into television. And that bridge between radio and television was gapped between with a short stint in working for Journal Broadcast Group in the integrated media department where we, um, under Sandy Anderson, one of the best mentors for me in organization, um, 
she and I built this integrated media department for Journal Broadcast Group. And Sandy was my manager. Sandy is now somebody who's taken my former position at the chamber, and we'll get to that. But Sandy was extremely extremely instrumental, sorry, I'm tripping over my own words, in teaching me how to be a manager. So after being in sales for eight years, I went into management, and it's only because of Sandy's um, extreme attention to detail that I was able to kind of channel my inner Sandy and do what would Sandy do as I was creating a um, non-traditional sales department for the television stations that I went to management in. Now, when I went into management at at the television stations in Twin Falls, I had some of the most amazing mentors there as well. And I am so fortunate to have worked under one of the best owners in independent ownership of media companies, and it was Jeff Newhoff. He has since passed away, but I got to work under Jeff Newhoff. He and Mike Colby hired me to work for Newhoff Media and do a lot of the non-traditional sales management for their radio and television stations. And I ended up in the television side in Twin Falls, and they also hired Chris Pruitt. Um, They call him the plumber, so I'm going to take a little bit of time to talk about Chris Pruitt. Chris Pruitt was a general manager for television stations all across the United States, and um, he worked for Nexstar before coming to Newhoff Media, and they called him the plumber. And the reason they called him the plumber was because he would go into television stations that were broken and completely fix them from the ground up. He has built towers from the ground up. He's built studios from ripping, you know, buildings to the studs and you know, building television studios. And we were fortunate enough at Newhoff Media to get him to move to Twin Falls, Idaho and do his plumbing work on the television stations, KMVT um, in Twin Falls, Idaho. It was super cool to work under him. And what I loved working under him for was his development of ideas. I'm an idea person. He was an idea person. Mike Holvey, who was the vice president of ops, was an idea person. And Jeff cultivated those idea people in his company. And I am so, so thankful for the opportunity to work under that kind of an atmosphere. It was a yes atmosphere. I had come from corporate media and um, going to a, an independently owned group of radio and television stations meant going from no into yes. Um, you know, corporate media had to show, show their shareholders a profit. And so because of that, a lot of the ideas that we would have would be shut down at the higher level. Obviously, at the local level, we would be able to accomplish some things. But when we wanted to take it a little bit further, the higher level, um, you know, the management from outside of the local market would sometimes shut those ideas down. Anyway, I digress. Um, Amazing mentors there um, in management at KMBT and the group of Newhoff Media Stations in Twin Falls. 
Um, then I got to come back to Boise. And when I came back to Boise, I had a short stint in management at our local CBS station. And then I was about to combine families with my husband. And I realized that I needed something a little more flexible. And at the time I was in, um, I was an ambassador for the chamber, for the Boise Metro Chamber. And um, I, I, you know, I was still in media sales and sales management. And I decided that it was probably time for me to have that flexibility. And the chamber provided that. So I went to the chamber um, in sales. And when I was interviewing for my chamber position, I interviewed with the CEO, Bill Connors. And I sat down with him and culture was a very, very important piece of me making a decision to move. And I wanted to make sure that the culture at the chamber would be uh, fitting with mine. And so I asked him a lot of questions about that. And um, a little side note about Bill Connors. Bill was hired onto the chamber in a really crucial period for the chamber. That year that Bill was hired, the chamber was budgeted to be six figures in the red. Okay, six figures in the red. The chamber is a nonprofit organization that was budgeted to lose over $100,000 that year and be in the red. And what actually happened that year that Bill Connors came into the chamber was they ended that year in the black. They ended that year with $7,000 in the black. And so to take an organization and turn it around that dramatically in one year, I was super impressed. And I was asking him questions. How did you do that? And he pointed up to a, a plaque on the wall. And it was a plaque that said that the Boise Metro Chamber was voted by its employees as one of the best places to work in all of Idaho. And he said, you know what? I am more proud of this, this plaque right here, because with creating a place that is the best places to work, you know, uh, with creating a best place to work comes that profitability, comes that um, productivity that you really need in order to turn around a, you know, six figure deficit into an operational black. It was just amazing to me that he said that. And so because of that, I knew culture was important to him. And because of that, I wanted to work for him. And it was a great experience. I got to work under Karina Bosel, which was the VP of sales and membership. And she has been there for 20 years. And I learned so much from Karina, not just about the sales cycle, but about the entire organization of the chamber. The chambers of commerce in every market are doing great things for the business community. And I got to be a part of that. And I was there for seven years in sales. I had some of the greatest mentors while I was there, not just in chamber sales, but in business, in the business community. I, I got to know so many wonderful mentors. And so in 2017, I was still working for the chamber. And here's where mentorship comes into um, a formula for you to take away. Um, 2017, I was turning 40 and I decided to really get serious about some specific goals that I had for my life. And um, about that time, I was working with Heather Quizzle in my side gig and I was on her team for Rodan and Fields. And so 
with that, she coached our team through her 14-day goals challenge. And in that goals challenge, you write down 100 goals that you have that you want to accomplish in the next five years. And then you take those goals and you boil them down to your top 10, and then you take your top three out of that. So what I did with those top 10 goals that I had was I siloed them into three different three different silos. Um, my personal goals, which one of which was becoming a pilot and starting my pilot's license. Um, my professional goals, and I had major professional goals that year. I wanted to hit a lifetime achievement um, level for the chamber that year. And in doing that, I had to double perform. So it was a major, major goal. And then the third silo was my family. I wanted to, while accomplishing my personal and professional goals, I wanted to keep my family intact. So what I did was for each silo, I determined that I needed a mentor, but more so a friend-tor. I called it a friend-tor, so a friend and mentor. And I asked three different women to be my friend-tors, one for each silo. So I asked um, a, a woman named Sarah, Sarah Jane Wiedner, and I asked her to be my personal mentor because she, um, I knew, was, was working on her pilot's license. She had a nutrition um, degree, and she had a company named Time Managed, which was all about managing your time. And I knew that I was going to have to dial in on those three areas if I wanted to accomplish my personal goals. Um, she connected me with my flight instructor, Lisa Bruyer, who is, I'm so thankful to be under Lisa, um, learning how to fly. And, um, you know, she also helped me with creating time management systems in my life, which I needed more of. Um, my business mentor in 2017 was Dere Westover. And I think Dere is one of the most amazing sales mentors you could ever ask for. Um, if you need help in sales and you're in the Boise market, reach out to Dere Westover and see if she can be one of your um, sales business mentors. Um, and then on the family side of things, I asked um, my friend Sarah, who is also a blended family mom. Um, so I have a blended family, she has a blended family, and she gave me such great insight into um, you know, a lot of the things that happen with blended families and how to keep that all together and running cohesively. I, I love my family. And um, Sarah really helped me with some ideas for um, the teenage daughter, the teenage stepdaughter that I have. Um, so side note, that's how I chose my mentors um, in 2017. And I was able to accomplish great things because I had those outside mentors aside from my job. Fast forward to today. Today, um, about six months ago, I uh, accepted a job at Alliance Title and Escrow. And um, I did so because of my sales manager, Ben Thomas. Um, ben and I had developed a great relationship over the course of the years um, because of his involvement with the chamber. And, um, you know, last year he came to me and asked me if I would look at um, switching jobs and, and working for him at Alliance Title and Escrow. Um, a little background about that. My brother used to do this job that I have now as a business development representative at Alliance Title and Escrow. 
And he, when he was working in title for Land America Transnation before they folded in the Boise market, he was representing one of the escrow officers that I'm representing now, Sheila Jamison. So it's kind of a family full circle. And then for those of you who know me, know that my husband is also a realtor. He's a residential realtor, and he closes a lot of his business at Alliance Title and Escrow. So that was another family full circle thing. And I made the decision to move to Alliance Title and Escrow, and I love it. Um, one of the reasons I love it is because of Ben. He is my mentor in the title field, and I tell you what, I have had, you know, great fun jobs selling radio advertising, selling television advertising, and selling chamber membership, and now I'm in the title and escrow business, which is title insurance, and he has done a great job of, you know, schooling me on title insurance and helping me understand how to make that a super fun industry um, for me to be in, working with real estate agents and lenders, and I am loving it. Um, if you know of a real estate um, agent and a lender in Boise, um, I would love to get to know them. And that's what I do. I ask them to do business with Alliance Title and Escrow. So um, those are some highlights of some mentors that have been big in my life. Um, there are definitely several more, um, but for time's sake, let's, let's just keep it to that. Um, and what I want to do is I want to help you find the mentors that you need. So a, a suggestion would be to filter your goals into those silos. Whatever silos you come up with, um, you know, if you're looking at your top 10 goals, there's probably going to be two to three themes that pop up. Um, you know, a lot of us are going to have personal goals and a lot of us are going to have professional goals. And then there's probably one other silo um, that you might have um, in your life. And then pick people that you admire that are doing great things in each of those silos and ask them to be your mentors. Guess what? This is something that is probably going to be uh, really flattering for them. I know it was when I asked my friend tours, um, they were all flattered that I would ask them. Um, and what we would do is just sit down once a month and I would purchase coffee and we'd um, have coffee together. It was great. And um, we'd just talk about where I was at in my goals. Um, and then, of course, I learned more from them than I ever expected to about um, other things than just my goals. So pick a mentor, pick a friend tour, pick somebody that you look up to in each silo of your goal setting um, exercise and get together with them. It doesn't have to be once a month. It can be once a quarter, whatever works for you, but look for guidance. Look for mentors that are above you. Look for mentors that are your peers um, that you can fudge through with and use that valuable time with those people and then make sure that they know how much that has meant to you. So there you have it. Find mentors to fudge through with, you guys. And if you need help from me, I am happy to help because I have gotten so much help from my mentors. I am happy to mentor any of you who need guidance. So thank you so much. Thanks for being with me. Thanks for listening. And I'd love to hear who are your mentors? Where should I be looking? Um, and thank you for uh, being a part of 
the F files with me and fudging through. Thank you for listening to the F files. Now go effing sell something. <laughs>